Welcome to BSD Talk number 190. It's Monday, May 31st, 2010. What's next is an interview from the first day of BSD Can 2010. As usual, it was an excellent time, and I do have a few interviews to publish. I'm a little bit behind, but I hope to catch up soon and get these all out to you. So here's the first one. Here we are for another episode of BSD Talk. We're at BSD Can 2010. This is the first day of the conference. There were two days of tutorials prior to this. And I'm here with Michael Lucas. So thanks for coming back on the show. Happy to be here. And today I wanted to talk about a new book that you have coming out. So could you tell us a little bit about that? Happy to. The book is called Network Flow Analysis. It is a book for network administrators on small to medium networks. Uh, who are looking to figure out what's actually happening on their network. And how do you define small or medium network? Well, a small network, I would say, is probably what's at your house, except this is BSD CAN, and I'm sure some of the people here have home networks that would rival companies. (laughs) Uh, Medium networks, I use these same techniques at an auto manufacturer or auto supplier and I was responsible for overseeing networks everywhere in the western hemisphere and we use these same techniques at that so 12,000 people was a medium-sized network all right and for people unfamiliar with NetFlow what is that well NetFlow is a way to record what happened on your network Uh, Essentially, every network device these days keeps an internal table of what host is talking to what host, with what protocol, with which port, how many packets were sent, and so on. And these network devices can do an internal accounting, adding all this up and send the data off to a collection unit. So you can record in a a summary form everything that happened on your network. For example, you could tell that, say, 15,000 TCP connections were made to port 80 on your web server in a given hour. Now, it won't tell you the contents of those, but simply knowing how many connections were made and where they came from and how large the requests were can help a lot with managing your network. One of the big problems that people have in network management is that we don't really know what happens on the network. If you're a server admin, you have all kinds of tools. In the BSD world, we have TOP, VMstat, IOstat, NTOP, and even in, in Windows, you have task manager, performance monitor, event logs. On the server level, we can log and track anything we want. At the network level, you have a box. And 
It has blinking lights and cables plugged into it. And when something happens, a light blinks. And for most network administrators, the logs they get say if did a port go up or down, and and that's nice, but that doesn't really help you when someone calls up and says, I can't reach this website, or this system is slow, or we have a virus, where is it coming from? Or why can everybody on the internet reach my website except for people at this one company? We traditionally... you. The network administrator will fire up a packet sniffer and watch the connection while they reproduce the problem. And problem reproduction is harder than it sounds in a lot of cases. Because, of course, when you're watching, it works perfectly. NetFlow lets you go back in time to see what happened and look at what's really happening on your network. And was NetFlow... Created by Cisco? Yes. NetFlow has a long and checkered history. Cisco wanted to own it. Other people didn't like it. Other people liked NetFlow, but they didn't like that uh, Cisco owned it. So there were competing standards, shuffled back and forth and back and forth, and now NetFlow is referred to as flow export or IP fix and there is an IETF working group and everybody's getting along just perfectly now. So there's you don't necessarily have to have a Cisco switch or a router in order oh, to no. use this. No, in fact where I started with NetFlow was actually with a piece of software called PF Floaty. Comes with OpenBSD and it turns the PF state table into NetFlow records. PF has very nice TCP dump-based logging, but I wanted something that was a little higher level, something I could summarize more easily. And PF Floaty worked great for that. There's a related piece of software called SoftFloaty where you can use a, any sort of monitor port that you have on your network plug in a server running soft floaty and collect flow data without making configuration changes on your network equipment or and even without uh, even with equipment that doesn't support netflow at all and you mentioned a collector and you know other kinds of things what's the, the what are the number of pieces of equipment you need or the various pieces of software in order to actually get meaning out of all of this data well you've got three logical components one is a sensor of some sort. This may be integrated into your router or switch. This may be a white box PC plugged into a monitor port. It's something that watches your traffic. Uh, you then have a collector, which catches records that the sensor throws across the network and writes them to disk. And then you need some sort of analysis system on top of that. Generally speaking, I put the collector and analysis on some sort of BSD machine. And this for sensors, I like to use what I have. For example, when I was trying to do network analysis on all these factories in the Americas, I would configure NetFlow on a piece of equipment already there. 
I wasn't about to fly to a place in Uruguay to install a white box BSD soft floaty sensor. And that's one of the things I really like about NetFlow is most things support some version of it. And you, you use the word version, and I do believe there are multiple versions of NetFlow. Yes, yes, there are. It, it go, that ties back to the long and checkered history. The, the short answer is any version you can get is better than nothing. Most devices support NetFlow version 5 as a, as a lowest common denominator. Higher versions include protocol-specific features like uh, NetFlow version 7 includes BGP, which if you have multiple routing partners, BGP is of interest. Uh, if you don't, you don't care. And you mentioned that it turned PF, well, at least not NetFlow, but the PF Flow D, that it turned state table information into flow data. Does that mean it's only going to work for stateful connections like TCP connections, or will you get UDP data? Oh, you get UDP data? You have to uh, make some assumptions with UDP data. If you're watching TCP data, the connection itself tells you when it's done. UDP, on the other hand, is stateless, so your sensor will have some kind of timeout that says if you don't see any more packets matching the flow of earlier packets, assume it's done. You'll also capture data for IPsec. You're not going to get any internal data off of IPsec, but if you know, uh, for example, when I was operating a VPN concentrator and we had people connecting in from all over the world, knowing where my IPsec connections were coming from and how much bandwidth they were using at what times let me make more intelligent decisions about where to buy bandwidth. And what's your preferred analysis tool? What I use and what I wrote the book about is FlowTools. FlowTools has been around for years. It was recently forked and revitalized. And it has some extremely powerful features that are difficult to understand unless someone takes you through them. For example, not long ago, my employer had an outbreak of the Conficker virus. And this was at an auto supplier. So everybody had desktop antivirus software. So everybody got warnings flashing up on their computer that a virus attempt had been quashed. And this included the directors, the executives, every high-level person in the company. And they all wanted to know what's going on and that it was being taken care of. And how did this happen in the first place? And as a technical guy, one of my goals is to avoid meetings, especially long meetings with high-level executives who have difficulty working Facebook. So 
I was able to take the flow data that we had collected, and in about 10 minutes, identify the computer where the virus outbreak was coming from. And but by quickly identifying the source and saying a computer system in a small South American town is causing this and here is its IP address and here is the person responsible for the site I was able to miss out on several months of meetings and quality process improvement projects and all kinds of things that I really don't want to do on the other hand the person responsible for the small South American site was um, not too happy but uh, it was his personal system and oh well <laughs> and it's are the flow tools producing output similar to TCP dump output or are you getting nice pie charts and graphs for management well flow tools itself is completely text based what you do is you take your flow records you can just print out the contents if you want you could filter those so that say you're interested in web server traffic you can say I want to see flows to and from these IP addresses and I want to see port 80 traffic and then you could either print it or report it and and do some statistical analysis such as which host is sending the greatest number of these connections that I've filtered for uh, this is useful well for example I had a, a systems administrator who said that uh, users at a particular outside company were not able to view the web page on his server and this was a, a critical application. It worked fine for everybody else on the internet. And I could have gotten a user at that remote company, arranged a conference call, fired up TCP dump or Wireshark and watched the traffic as he tried. But instead I was able to call up the flow records and say, ah, we received connections from his IP addresses for web traffic on port 80 and port 443 and we delivered them to your server but your server did not answer and I was able to do this quickly and easily and this has the effect of changing the network administrator's relationship with his coworkers. the fact that you can deliver answers on what happened in the past well, one, it makes you seem like you really know what you're doing. Uh, network administrators, as, as a whole, we, we tend to be kind of touchy and defensive because generally we don't have much visibility into our own network. Maybe we have MRTG running and we have a graph that says how full the circuit is. Uh, but to be able to zero in on problems this specifically and to be able to prove that something is not a network issue uh, changes how you can interact with people 
you go from uh, I'm going to look at this. It's going to take a, a bunch of time, and we'll have to reproduce the issue over to uh, well. Here is my data that shows it is not a network issue, but I'm happy to spend some time helping you investigate your problem on your server. On the other hand, you. If the problem really is yours, you can find it and identify it quickly. Other things that we've found, uh, you can quickly find services that are broken on your own network. And this can also change how you work with your coworkers. Uh, for example, what host sends the greatest number of TCP resets? We all know how you install uh, Windows server software, for example. You get the CD, you put it into the machine, uh, you, you click enter until it's installed, you fire up the GUI, and you click checkboxes and toggles until it seems to do what you think it should. Uh, this doesn't mean it's correctly configured. And when I looked and saw that some of our win Windows servers were sending... Oh, 2,000 TCP resets a second as they were trying to talk to other servers and bringing this out to people and helping them fix these problems. Yes, it makes the network run a little more cleanly and no nobody was going to notice those TCP resets, but they did notice that things, that this particular application ran more smoothly after we found and fixed the problem. Does your book deal primarily with the generic concepts around NetFlow, or is it specifically for the BSDs? Well, the book covers a specific method of implementing a variety of sensors, a flow tool collector on any Unix or Unix-ish system and then how to analyze that data, how to generate the pretty pictures, and when to use the various methods of generating pretty pictures, and then some typical use cases of things you can look for, uh, things you should do and things that you shouldn't do with the data. Uh, for example, if you can find TCP resets, that's great, but don't let your boss give you a annual performance review goal of zero TCP resets on your network. Uh, <laughs> that will not work out well for you. And is this book available now? It's available for pre-order. You can order it through Amazon, or you can go to the book website, www.networkflowanalysis.com, there's a coupon code there where you can order through the publisher. Uh, that gives you a 25% discount and it puts a couple more bucks off of each book into my pocket, which uh, well, personally I appreciate and I'll probably use to buy hardware for my next book. I've no idea what that is yet before you ask, but whatever it is, I'll need some toys. Great. Was well, there anything else you want to talk about today? No, no. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you.
If you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. And if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 190.